Hi everyone! Welcome back to the How Did You Learn to Do That podcast. Thank you so much for all the love and the support since we've launched, and we appreciate you coming back this week for our third episode. I'm looking forward to having you join us weekly as we release new episodes every Monday. I hope the stories that we share help you to explore and set you on your journey to finding your purpose in life. We would really appreciate and love if you could please share and subscribe and like us on all our social media accounts, our YouTube, checking out our blog, and sending us any questions you may have about content you would like us to share, uh, podcasts we would, you would like us to record, or people that you would like us to interview that are doing something that you're interested in. You can send that information to us through our website. There's a contact form and you can send that information there. All right, so let's get into today. So today we'll be talking about self-reflection and it's just going to be me today. So I am going to do a solo podcast every other week and every other week we will have a guest joining us to talk about their story and how they are on their journey to discovering their purpose in life and what they're doing. So how do you know what your mind, your body and your soul are trying to tell you? How do you receive those messages? How do you even find them? How do you even know to go there? Well, self-reflection is the first step and is the key to getting you to understand what your body is trying to tell you. What is the deeper meaning to what you are feeling, what you are experiencing, and the events in your life and why they are occurring? To master self-reflection is critical to living a life of peace, of harmony, of just joy and happiness and appreciation and gratefulness. So let's get started. So what exactly is self-reflection? Self-reflection is the slowing down of your feelings, your thoughts, and your experiences, particular to an event, an issue you may be addressing or dealing with, or really any aspect of your life whether it's your work, your family life, your personal life, just anything. What, why do you feel that way? And why is that important to you? And why does that seem not as important to you? What are the reasons behind that? Or why do you have a lot of anxiety when you start thinking about certain things versus other things? Or why did a certain comment trigger you or irritate you in a specific way that other comments may not have, or the tones, or things like that. So we all have different things, different tones, different actions, different types of body language, facial expressions, or even content that reacts within us differently than other people. And it's often because of certain things that we have experienced, and we've talked about traumas before, so there is some trauma that has been experienced, or, or it doesn't even always have to be a negative experience, but something has happened that has sent your body a message to release certain emotions or certain feelings or certain actions within you whenever those types of actions or content or experiences come back. And it's really important that we take time daily to really look at why do you feel this way? What's going on? And what is the deeper meaning? Self-reflection is the process of thinking through the what 
what happened? What, what happened? What feeling do you have? And the how. How do you actually feel? How did this happen? How did this come about? And you do that to get to the why. The why is the most crucial part of self-reflection. You need to understand why you feel this way. Why does your body react that way? Why did you have a reaction at all? And understanding the why is how you're going to get deeper into connecting with yourself and hearing those messages from your mind and your soul. And often self-reflection is the way to understanding the why hearing the why but not only hearing the why but understanding the why why it happened understanding that and allowing yourself to look at yourself as a whole person with all your experiences and understanding your role in in that reaction you know and understanding how you can move forward or how can you heal or where do you need to actually heal? Where does your effort need to be? And when you understand the why, that is when you can start understanding how to move forward. Similar to journaling, I will also warn you that self-reflection is hard, hard work because you're now digging deeper. You're digging deep into what your role was in that event or that situation or that circumstance why you felt that certain way and where you need to actually put your effort into healing what is what wound is still open or what area do you need to work on in order to allow yourself to heal to move forward so that you don't have those reactions or those or those anxieties and you know how can you actually adjust and move forward and heal and spend that energy and that time to move forward and again it it is hard work because you will you will go through difficult times you will have emotions you will be raw and it's so important to really dig deep to understand to connect with yourself because once you self-reflect and you can understand why you feel certain ways certain way to a certain item or an event or a person or a workplace or an activity or even an assignment you might get at work or at school or anything why you feel a certain way and it's so important because those events or those people or those comments or that content that'll come up again and again and again and again in your life and you have to figure out the why so you can heal You can figure out where you need to actually heal and to do that work, to do that grunt work, to heal. Because once you've healed, then those events and those comments or those people that keep coming back, they will keep coming back to your life. It may not be the same person, maybe somebody else with the same content or the same message that'll come back. And at that point, you will be able to get out of that cycle of reaction and be able to just absorb understand and actually hear the deeper message because often people don't talk with malicious intent they don't intend to hurt you 
It's just the way it comes across to you that you process and you react a certain way. Or even the way, you know, other people, they may speak in a certain way because of their traumas or the way that they need to heal that they haven't yet. So it gives you that ability to just connect with yourself, understand where you need to heal, and actually be able to move on so that that does not affect you anymore. And you can then get deeper in to understanding yourself and growing. If you take the literal meaning of a reflection, we often think of the mirror. You know, we go to look at mirrors to see our reflection of our body, you know, of the clothes that we're wearing, how it looks, you know, or makeup that you're wearing, how it looks, or your haircut, or just just looking at yourself, you know, making sure that you can see what you're doing and how you look just to, you know, see how things are going. Self-reflection is literally the exact same thing, but it is when you're looking into your body. You're looking into your mind, your soul, and you're trying to see how you look. You're trying to see how certain things have affected you. Similar to when you put on a certain color, how does that color look on you? You look in the mirror to see. Self-reflection allows you to do the same thing. You reflect to see how did that comment make me feel? You know, how did my day go today? This is what I did today. How did I actually feel? You know, you can have an amazing and wonderful day, but it's still important to self-reflect because you need to find out why. Why did you have an amazing day? What was it about today that brought you so much joy and happiness? And how can you recreate that? You need to hear the messages in your body to understand what you, what is bringing you extreme joy or just a little bit of joy is even fine. And what is just not agreeing with you? What is not bringing you that level of joy and happiness and peace? So you need to do the self-reflection work in order to understand that. And, you know, if we can get through the things that do not bring us joy and we can understand that, then we know where our boundaries lie, what we want to do and what we don't want to do. And then we can hear ourselves and understand that we need to put ourselves in a place where we can heal and understand our boundaries and we can explain that to other people as well because sometimes our family and our friends you know they want to talk they want to call you to talk about anything and I actually just had a conversation with a friend recently who is on a journey of self-reflection herself and she said to me you know I just can't empathize with people right now I just when, when people want to reach out to me to talk to me about anything or just complain about something I just don't have the energy to listen and I said to her, you know, that's fine because when you're on your own journey, you're so raw and you need to take that space and you need to create that boundary for yourself to fully understand your feelings and your energies and where you want to place that. And it's okay to let family and friends know that right now you're on your own journey. You do not, you cannot and do not want to absorb any external energies that may, that may deplete you. That may cause you to have more anxieties and not be able to get through your journey. So as you're going through this, just a warning, it is hard, hard work. And it's okay to take this time for yourself and to not be there for other people at this time. Take as much time as you need. This is a long-term commitment. It needs dedicated, uninterrupted time 
and it is long term. You know, it's going to take a while for you to get through different things because sometimes you might not know that you feel a certain way until something happens, and it's a lifelong process. But the beginning, it's hard work because you do have to get through that learning curve, similar to anything else that you learn, any other skill you want to learn. There's a learning curve, and that's where it's difficult because you need to start digging deep into things you may not have reflected on for years in years. So it takes a lot of time to dig through everything to understand your feelings, set your boundaries, where you're at. And then once you start building that skill, you will start to notice that when you start to feel certain ways, when you start to have certain anxieties, you'll start to pinpoint why and and also the what. What do you need to do in order to address those anxieties and not allow it to take over your day? So what are some benefits to self-reflection? You know, I've spoken about some of it, but you may be thinking, you know, what am I going to get out of it if I have to do all this hard work? The most important thing you will is that you you will get out of it is that you're going to gain perspective, not only for yourself, but for others and for the world. And you will start understanding that when your friends and your family come to you with issues that they are dealing with or certain events that they've reacted to, you will start to understand, you know, why they may feel like that. You will be able to empathize not only with yourself and give yourself that space and that energy to say it's okay because these are my boundaries that were crossed and that is why I reacted this way but I can continue to work on my self-healing and on this journey to ensure that the next time this event was to happen you know I, I may not react like that so it's okay to empathize with yourself and that's the biggest benefit you will gain but in addition you also will start to empathize with others you will start to look at your family and your friends and you'll start to understand why they feel certain ways and I actually had saw a quote that was actually shared by Jackie who was our guest last week on her Instagram and it said that once you're healing you will start to notice certain things for example you will notice that your own parents they're they're on their own journeys they have their own concerns they have their own you know list of things that bring about certain feelings for them they're trying to heal also. They're trying to also understand this life and they may not have had that opportunity before having you or raising you, but they're there. And and I would actually encourage you to reach out to your family and friends, share this podcast with them, let them listen to it on their own, your parents, your grandparents, because as we talked about last week, when you heal, you are not only healing generations ahead of you, but generations before you. So reach out to your grandparents, your parents, because this self-healing journey or you know this self-healing movement i would say has always been there but it hasn't been as big as it is today so they may not have had those opportunities to reflect on their lives and understand where they need to heal to feel happier and joyful and it's never never ever too late so please share and encourage your family and friends to take this to take this journey themselves and to experience this knowledge and this ability to be happier and more joyful and to begin to empathize. So not only will you empathize with them, but they'll begin to empathize back with you and and why you behave in certain ways. And, you know, when we're all empathetic to one another, we just generally are kinder 
to each other and kindness always is above all it trumps absolutely everything you can always be kind when you also do self-reflection and you start to gain that skill you'll start to understand what truly actually matters what's just trivial and what doesn't matter at all you know and you'll be able to allocate your energies to certain things so you know right now you may be feeling that everything is overwhelming or that you know everything is irritating or annoying or you know it may bring about certain you know you feelings you may feel overwhelmed but once you start self-reflecting and you start to understand you will see you know what is the most important things what are my absolute knows no, that these things cannot be touched these are the things that i hold sacred and these are the most important things for me and i am going to put my most energy into these things or people or events because they bring me the most joy they bring me the most happiness and i feel the most in tune with myself when i'm around those those items so those are most important the rest of the stuff is trivial so you, you don't need to put as much energy into it you don't need to think about it as much you don't need to feel that it is as big of a deal you know it may be things that are just easy you you understand how to cope with them and you can move forward so you need to ask yourself when you're self-reflecting and you're going through these emotions and understanding why you feel a certain way or why is your body to feeling a certain way what is your mind trying to tell you what is your soul trying to tell you you need to think about where do you actually want to heal you know where what is it that you need to heal from you know where do you need to go to understand what you need to heal from and how actually you need to heal from it and what do you need to do socrates actually said that the unexamined life is not worth living and in it, that resonates with me so deeply because when you self-reflect, you can understand how you feel, how others feel, you know, where you need to put your energies, where do you need to put more effort into, what do you want to do more of, you know, what brings you more joy, you know. And for example, for me, I've realized as a child, I absolutely loved riding my bicycle around the neighborhood. That was something that I used to do all the time. It brought me so much joy, just a feeling of freedom. You know, the wind, you know, blowing through, you know, my hair. I just loved it. It was an adventurous feeling. And so lately, I've, you know, been thinking, you know, what can I do to make me feel a bit happier? And, you know, and I realized riding my bicycle is probably what's going to bring me joy. So, you know, I'm in the planning phases of trying to figure out what kind of bike do I want because that brings me joy and I'm excited to get back on it and ride through the neighborhoods to bring my daughter with me and my husband and you know just explore and share that feeling with my daughter for the first time and and you know see if my husband wants to explore that from his childhood as well and it's things like that once you start healing you start understanding what used to bring you joy and you can reinstate that into your world similar to when we see memories on our facebook walls or instagram walls um or even like when we hear songs that we used to listen to as kids or like earlier in our lives you know it brings a level of happiness and there's a reason to that there's a specific reason to that and you know similar to what i said in our first episode you want to aim to thrive in this life. This is all you have got. This is it. This is your only life. So don't cope. 
Don't just exist. Thrive. Live. And self-reflection is one of the first ways you're going to actually understand what you need to do to thrive and to stop coping. How do you get out of the hamster wheel? How do you start doing things that bring you happiness and joy? You have to ask yourself these questions and it's worth it. It's so worth it to master the skill of self-reflection. It'll bring you more joy than anything you can ever think of. So what is my experience with self-reflection, you may be asking. I actually have to self-reflect every single day to feel less anxious, to feel more in tune with myself, more connected. I need to understand how my day will be and be prepared for it. I still have a a planner that I use every single day. And what I do at the beginning of the day is I look through my planner just to figure out my day. And then I take time to journal every day, every morning. I take time to journal and every evening also. And I look at, you know, what do I want for today? What, how do I feel today? You know, when I woke up, how do I actually feel? And why do I feel this way? What did I do yesterday that caused me to feel this way? What did I eat? You know, and, and same thing in the evening. I think the exact same thing. Why do I feel this way? What did I do today? They made me feel this way. I self-reflect to connect deeper with myself and my emotions and my feeling. And honestly, just to be more in control of myself and my day. When I don't self-reflect or if there's been a couple of days where I've been busy and I haven't, I just feel more anxious, more out of control. I don't really know what's going on. And I need to take that time, that energy to just be alone, uninterrupted, and just sit and reflect. You know... Even certain things, you know, and I'm an emotional eater, so if I'm feeling anxious or I'm not feeling so upbeat or happy, I turn to junk food, you know, and mainly it's baked goods, you know, chocolates, bread, cookies, um, muffins, anything like that. And when I am having a lot of junk food, I start to think to myself, you know, what is going on in my body and what is actually going on in my mind and my soul that's you know, making me turn to more junk food and making me want more junk food because I feel good in the moment, but I don't feel good tomorrow. And it's just a cycle. And once I start having a lot of junk food, it goes on for like a week because I just continue to make myself feel awful. I have the junk food in large amounts (laughs) and I wake up the next day, you know, hungover from all the sugar you know, and I just feel foggy and not happy at all. And then tomorrow I feel the same way. And again and again, until I just cut it. And then when I cut it, I start getting the headaches from withdrawal and I start not feeling myself like myself. So how do you stop? You know, and for me, it's just not even starting or limiting myself to, you know, one piece of chocolate. And I just don't allow myself to even get there. But if I am there and it's okay to be there, but it's important to self-reflect. Why are you there? What's making you do that? And how do you get out of it? So for me, this last week, I actually had a lot, a lot of anxiety because I went back to work. Even though I was working from home, I was still in the office for the eight hours I was supposed to work. And I didn't get to see my daughter, you know, most of that time. And I felt very 
guilty about that a lot of anxiety around not being able to be with her and missing her and she was doing certain things that were new too last week so i really really felt bad she also was having emotions you know she was more withdrawn she just wasn't as smiley and laughing as much as she normally would do and just not herself and that brought also a lot of anxiety and guilt for me too but in addition, it was also my work. I work in public health, so we're in you know a public health crisis right now, an emergency. So it's busy. You know, there's a lot of work around that as well. So I had a lot of anxiety, and because I would work the day, then I would try to spend as much time with my daughter in the evening, and I would be tired in the evening. I wasn't working out. You know, the anxiety was causing me to have a lot of junk food, not good food at all, not nutritious soulful food for my body junk food mainly i you know felt more withdrawn from my friends and my family because i hadn't really talked to them because i was busy you know with work and you know i finally realized that what is going on here you know i'm feeling extremely anxious i'm short-tempered i'm not pleasant you know towards my husband or my family what is actually going on and i realized that I was just feeling anxious, but also feeling nervous because my routine, my plan of the day, everything that I had set forth, you know, to do was just not working out. And even this podcast, you know, I tried to be as proactive as possible, but it's Sunday. I'm releasing this tomorrow, you know, and usually I'd have this done a week ago and have enough time to do, you know, put it together and upload it and and all that. But I didn't, you know, and that's okay. That's okay, because I'm still here. We're still doing this, and it still will be up tomorrow. I just have to be able to understand my feelings and why I feel certain ways and anxieties and then set forth a plan for that. You know, for me, it was going out on hour and a half long walks with my family, being able to just forgive myself to sit down and just watch a show, you know, enjoy a cup of tea instead of working and you know, just taking time to set my own boundaries, my new boundaries now, and knowing, you know, this is the time I need to carve out for myself, for my self-reflection. And so what I've been doing actually in the last month and a half since quarantine started is I actually grab my coffee in the morning and I go out into our porch and I just sit there for half an hour. And sometimes my daughter will come too and she'll just walk around our porch, which is fine. But I'll sit there and I'll just look at the sky, look at the trees, and I'll just take that time to reflect and just think through my day, my feelings, my emotions, you know, things that may be on my mind, you know, be able to just understand what is going on and, and, you know, where do I need to put effort into it and what do I need to do today? And, you know, for myself and understanding my body and listening to what it has to say, I've realized that for me, exercise is so important time outside is so important for me and taking the time to actually journal is even more important for me because I love pen and paper I have to just write even if it's just doodling I have to do it because it relaxes my mind my body and even brings forward messages for me and so I'll ask you to you know do a little exercise with me and engage here just to see you know how you feel and you know in doing the self-reflection you know how you might 
react. So there's a lot of different scenarios or stories we all are pretty familiar with. So one of them I'll share is, you know, when somebody wakes up in the morning, they're not feeling very good. They're not in a good mood. They're just, you know, as we say, woke up on the wrong side of the bed. You know, they, you know, go into their kitchen and the family member, someone living with them actually, has left a plate in the sink and didn't clean it. They snap, they get angry, they get mad, and then they move on about their day. So when you self-reflect, you know, when you have that type of reaction, you have to think to yourself, first of all, why did you wake up not feeling so good? Why are you in a bad mood today? What happened yesterday? What did you eat? What did you do? What did somebody say? And why do you feel this way? And then when you snapped, why did you actually snap? What was it about that plate in the sink that caused you to snap? Did that person do something previously that you're still reacting from? Or was it just the first thing that you saw and you said, I'm just going to react about this? You have to ask yourself. Because waking up not feeling good... Maybe you didn't get enough sleep, and if you didn't get enough sleep, why? You know, and maybe tonight you'll make sure that you do get enough sleep because you don't want to wake up tomorrow not feeling well. But also, why did you snap? You know, you have to ask yourself why you did that, and you have to reflect on that. And most importantly, you do have to apologize. Apologizing is so important to making not only the person that you snapped at feel better. But yourself too, because you have to apologize to yourself. You have to apologize that you, you know, reacted a certain way because that's not who you are. That's not what you want to do. That's not what your mind and your soul and your body want you to do. But you have to figure out what happened before that led you through this scenario. So ask yourself those questions. And another situation is when somebody says something and you're irritated at that comment. We all have done that or felt that way why ask yourself why why were you irritated at that comment first of all why did that emotion come forward of irritation and what was it about that comment was it really the comment or was it the person or was it your ego you know we talked about separating your ego from your body you know you have to figure it out what is it and why did you feel that way how could you actually move forward so it's important whenever you have reactions and it's okay to have reactions because we all will forever for the rest of our life but it's important to figure out why why did you have those reactions and how can you move forward so you try to not have that much of a reaction or to heal from what is going on so i'll share some tips and tricks on self-reflection for you the most important thing about self-reflection and even on the journey of you know, trying to heal and find your purpose in life is that you are only in control of yourself. That's it. You are not in control of anybody else, anybody else's reactions, anybody else's behaviors, anybody else's ability to even self-reflect. You cannot tell people what to do, what not to do, or how to react or not react. 
it is not within your control. You are only, only in control of yourself, how you react, how you heal, and how you move forward. Nobody else. Only focus on yourself and your journey. So it's also important to know that only you can make yourself happier. Nobody is responsible to make you happy. No house, no car, no dog, no expensive item, no food, nothing. Nobody and nothing will make you happy. Only you can make yourself happy. And you need to do that by self-reflecting and sorting out what brings you joy and what doesn't. Where do you need to heal? Where do you need to put your efforts and why? Why do you need to heal and why do you have those feelings? And it's only in your control. And I shared a post on my Instagram and my social media that said, everything that you've ever wanted in life is only on the other side of fear. And I know you can, you might be afraid to self-reflect because you don't know what will be there, but everything that you've ever wanted is on the other side of fear. So go for it and you know, you can do it. And if you ever have any questions or you need some guidance or motivation, feel free to reach out and I'm always happy to help. Another tip that I will share with you is using your pen and your paper to get your thoughts down. We talked about journaling last week and that is a great medium to get you started. You can visit my blog from last week or in the episode as well to look at, you know, what is journaling and how do you get started? And I've given some tips of um, different types of journals you can get started with, or you can really just take out a book of lined paper and just free flow your emotions, your thoughts, your feelings, anything, you know, if it's just one sentence, that's okay too. Or you can just go off tangents, write a story to yourself of how you feel, because once it's on paper, you feel a weight lifted off of you. But not only that, you can actually review it. You can analyze it. You can see on paper where you need to heal, how you felt the certain ways you felt and why you felt that way. And you can figure out how you can move forward to heal and to grow. It is important that you keep self-reflecting until you have found the why of why you felt that way or why you reacted that way or why that comment specifically brought about certain feelings. You need to keep going until you found the why. Because once you've found the why, then you'll be able to understand it. And when you understand the why, you'll be able to create your action plan of how you are going to heal. Or if you know that if you don't reflect in a day, if you don't journal in a day, if you don't take time for yourself to exercise or go for a walk or to ride your bike or to read a book or anything, if you know that these things are things that you absolutely need to have in your in your day, they are your non-negotiables, You need, and you know that, then you know you need to incorporate that in your day no matter what. So other things... That are, non, that are negotiable, you can put them aside because these are your non-negotiables. And you know in order to be in tune with yourself and to heal and to reflect and to be your best self, the best version of yourself, that you need these things in your day, then you will make time for those things. But you need to know what those things are first in order to make sure that you are feeling at your best every day. And even down to, you know, if coffee brings about too much anxiety for you understanding that and knowing your limits and saying you know i can't have coffee every day maybe every other day is okay for me or maybe i'll switch to tea maybe i'll switch to flavored water or anything 
but you need to listen to your body, you need to listen to your mind and your soul in order to understand those boundaries. And that all is in relation to self-reflection. Even intolerances with food, you have to self-reflect. How do you feel today? You had dairy yesterday. How do you feel today? You know, is that something you can tolerate or not? It's all to do with self-reflection. Because what we eat, what we do, what we say, and who we are around, surround ourselves with, and what we surround ourselves with, that all plays into who we are as a person, and how we feel, and how we present, and how we show up for ourselves every day, and show up for our families every day. I will share an article on my blog post um, from Holsti on self-reflection and there was they had shared six questions that I thought were so great and I wanted to share with you on this podcast Um, and so the first question is around your mind do you feel clear-headed engaged and intellectually challenged and these questions are important for you to just ask yourself if you don't know where to start in terms of self-reflection just ask yourself these and then you can get deeper and deeper into it and more specific to your life Your body. Does your body feel healthy, nourished, and strong? Your soul. Do you feel at peace and connected to the world around you and the people around you? Work. Do you feel interested and fulfilled by what you do? Play. Do you feel joyful? Are you engaging in activities that bring you joy? And finally, love. Do you feel positive about the relationships in your life? So some tools that you can review, and I'll put this also on my blog, is journaling. So just revisit the post from last week's blog, and you can see different types of journals that I've used in the past or that I know people around me have used, and you can see what is there, and you can either select those ones or ones just for yourself or just, like I said, a journaling, plain journaling book just for you to free flow. I do have a journaling tool on my website that you can sign up for when you sign up for a newsletter and that'll give you some tips and some more prompting questions and um, to get you started on journaling. You know, I do recommend going outdoors every day. Take some time to be in nature. You don't have to go for a walk if you are unable to or you don't want to or the weather's not great, but just spend some time outside your front door or just outside your in your backyard, or just anywhere. Just spend a moment, just stand, stare at the trees, look around and absorb and just appreciate and be grateful for where you are in that moment. You know, I often go for drives. I love to go for a drive, just no music, nothing. And I just like to reflect. I like to do that because it's just something I like to do by myself and I'm in emotion and it just brings me a lot of peace and calming environment and calming feelings to me even reading i like to read a lot but when i read i love to reflect and see myself in the emotions of the people of the in the stories or in the biographies you know trying to reflect and understand where they're coming from and seeing if that's something that i've been through or something that i can relate to but i also do um often buy these decks of cards that have prompting questions and i you know love to share them with my family and my friends to see, you know, what are their answers? What, how do they think? And it allows me to actually get to know them deeper and they get to know me deeper. And it's honestly one of my most favorite things. 
Um, and so there's tons of different types of that those decks and I'll share my affiliate links on my blog for you. You can look at um, kind of what decks work for you best and what options. There's so many out there. I really, really like the ones from Best Self because they're specific to different scenarios or different lives that you may have. I like table topics for sure. Um, Holsty also has a whole bunch specific to self-reflection that are really, really good. Um, there's a new one that I actually did at the Her Experience with Indigo and it's called the Heige. Um, it's a Swedish word for relaxing and it just allows you to have cozy conversations with, with people around you. So I'll link them all onto my blog and you can check them out. Um, and so what I actually want to do this week is, um, and actually maybe I'll continue this, um, further on is I wanted to take one question randomly out of my box of table topic cards and I wanted to ask you and I want to ask you and have you engage with us and actually share your answer with me on Instagram either through your stories and tag us in there a post or even if you want to send it directly to me to be private that's okay too and then I will um, love to hear what you have to say and I'll share what I have to say also to the question when I um, pull the card now um, and I'd love to build that community with you and I'd love for you to actually engage with your followers or people in your family or friends and ask them the exact same question um, so let me see what I have So this is the question that I would like to ask and I just picked. So what event in the past, present, or future would you like to witness in person? So again, what event in the past, present, or future would you like to witness in person? So there you go. So I'm looking forward to hearing your answers for sure. So for me, what event would I really have liked to experience? Past, present, or future. I actually would really, really like to go into the past. I would really want to experience, you know, I would really actually want to experience how my grandma was born and raised. I think that that has been something that's, you know, I've really reflected and thought about over the last year. And I would actually like to know how she, you know, how that happened. And I would like to be a fly on the wall and just be there to see how my grandma grew up um, and how she, you know, became so tough and resilient. And, you know, and how, you know, she ended up taking some of those skills forward, you know, some positive, some not positive, but still she took them forward. And I would love to know how she did that and I would love to experience because that you know how my grandma was raised affected how my mom was raised and how my mom and her siblings were raised and how I was raised and my sister and how potentially I will raise my daughter and I'd like to actually see that trajectory Thank you so much for listening to the end of this episode. We would really, really appreciate it if you can subscribe, share, and like our podcast and social media accounts with everybody around you so we can help to inspire everybody. And remember, when you invest in yourself, you have the ability to catalyze your life from ordinary to extraordinary, but also just to live a much happier, more peaceful life. All right, we'll see you next week. Bye.